And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. I want to talk a little bit about honoring one another and honoring leadership. I just want to explore honoring. Is that all right? How many of you would agree it's quickly disappearing in our society today? Honoring one another. I believe a breakdown in honoring one another and almost, and most of all, honoring God has largely contributed to the many social ills we face in society today. Let me say that again. I believe a breakdown in honoring one another and honoring God, amen, has largely contributed to where we are today. I'm convinced that honoring the Lord Jesus and one another will go a long way in helping heal our land. I mean, we have to get back to the basics. Amen? Amen. And so I want to invite you this morning to discover what the Bible has to say about honoring God and honoring the person next to you. Amen? Amen? Amen. (laughs) In Romans chapter 12, the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul, submits several antidotes to curb strife. I want to share it with you. Can you go to Romans chapter 12, verse 11? Quickly. Just a few minutes with you. I won't be long. So here the Holy Spirit is talking to the church in Rome, and he's submitting what I call antidotes to curb strife among the brethren. One of which is, notice here, Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Sorry, verse 10 reads... Be kindly affection one to another with what? Brotherly love. That word brotherly is phileo. The city of Philadelphia was named after phileo, the city of love. Amen? Brotherly love in what? In honor, perfect, preferring what? Wow! In honor, preferring one another. In honor, giving preference. Prefer here means to choose as more desirable. So this is what is. That means this verse is admonishing us to desire the welfare of others more than our own. Wow. And God calls that honor. When you, I desire your welfare more than my desire. Because of the God that lives in you. And the God that lives in me. We prefer one another's welfare. Isn't that a blessing? The Bible says the, God, the Holy Spirit submits that as an antidote to curb strife. Not only in the church. Well, guess where else? In the house. There should be no competition. It is a family. And we should be heavily invested in promoting each other's welfare. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. So the Bible says you and I, we should desire, we should esteem, desire to show respect to others more than we ourselves deserve. Say show respect. That's what we have to do since we have to show respect to one another. Can you, can, can you happen, sorry, can you think of what would happen if we as the church decide this is the month, we're going to honor one another. We're going to respect one another. This is the month I'm going to esteem my brother and my sister, my family more highly than myself. 
Can you imagine what would happen if we decide to do that? Things would change, amen? Amen, we would get back to where we are one with God. Oh, blessed be the name of the... I know you, are, I know you understand what I'm saying. The amen may not be heavy, but I believe in, I believe in you. <laughs> amen. So we are to show genuine appreciation and admiration for fellow believers by putting them first. We put them where? First. We are to be selfless. How many of you recognize that's not easy? We need help from the Holy Spirit. How many of you agree that my help comes from the Lord? <laughs> and you got Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who? So I can desire your welfare. And it has to be genuine. Not fake. Because God looks at the heart. Amen. So this month, I'm submitting to you. Let us, let us honor one another. Let us show respect to one another. Yes, yes. When my humanity shows up, please forgive me and still honor me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Don't use my humanity to, to take me down. No, 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 no. Please, I'm asking. Let's believe God for one another. Mm -hmm. And let's use one another's humanity as a way to, to um, as, an, as an impetus to motivate us to pray more for them. Mm -hmm. To seek God more on their behalf. Can you tell them you're better than that? Ah. Yes, you're better than that. I believe God for you. Look, you can do that. Look, I'm in this together with you. That's what God desires for us. As a church, this is the month for us to start. And I promise you, brothers and sisters, when you start, you'll never stop. It'll change you. You'll become a better person. And you get what I'm saying? Because life begins to flow from you. You cannot give life if you don't have life. Uh, you get what I'm saying, saints? Oh God, we give you praise. We give you glory. You know, the same cure for strife was also presented to the saints in Philippi. Notice what we are told in Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Quickly. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. We are told here. The Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul. Mm -hmm. And whenever you read the Bible. Right evangelists? That's what we must do. We must see it as God writing. Not Paul writing. I think that's the mistake a lot of commentators make. They would talk about Paul and Paul things. This is not about Paul. He was a glove that God used. So it's the Holy Spirit writing through Paul. That's why I'm very specific in saying that. It is God the Father who wrote. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. We are told here, let nothing be done through what? Strife or vain glory, but let it be done how? In lowliness of mind, let each what? Hold on. If, if Philippians 2, 3. Sorry about that. Sorry. I missed it. My bad, you all. Philippians 2, 3. Yeah. So let nothing be done what? Strife and vainglory. Uh-huh. But in how, how must everything be done? But in lowliness of mind, humility, let each esteem one another. How? Better. You need power to do that. <laughs> you, 
You need some help to do that. But guess what? It is done. It can be done, sorry. Because God told you to do that. Brothers and sisters, it is a choice. Uh-huh. And don't do like Moses. I'm going to show you what God told Moses. And how Moses dishonored God. Mm -hmm. He didn't say he was going to do it. And he did not mean to do it. But you have to be careful because we have a will. And we can exercise our will against God's directions. Are you with me? Sometimes it's not intentional, but, it's, but, but it, 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 it can be done. Amen. So we are to, we are to do what? Esteem one another. Yes. And that means to show respect. It means to take the lead in value in them. It, it, it means to, uh, we can at least focus on, uh, well, we <laughs> sorry, I, I just said something. We have to focus on honoring, showing respect, taking the lead, sorry, in valuing one another. Amen? You, if I take the lead in valuing you, and you take the lead in valuing me, there is no telling how high we can go. If we take the lead in valuing one another, Mm -hmm. This could be amazing. Now, let me quickly show you why there is ongoing strife in 99.9% .9 of families. My family and other families. I'm going to show you. Can I show you? Yes. The Bible says, can you go to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2? Ephesians 6 verse 2 says, very well known portion of scripture. It says, honor your father. Anybody has a father? Anybody in the house has a mother? Yeah, this is what the Bible says. Honor your father and mother. Is there a criteria to honor them? None. The Bible said you don't honor them because they are good. No. Honor them because they left a good. No. Honor your mother and father, which is the first commandment with promise. And the promise, let's go back. Let's read from verse 1 quickly. Sorry about that. Let's read verse 1. Verse 1 says, children. Anybody here children of God? <laughs> children, obey your parents how? In the Lord. In other, words, in other words, listen to your parents like they're talking. Like they're talking to you like it's God talking. And also there's another twist to it. Listen to them because they're talking godly things to you. Because if they're not talking godly things, then you have to say, bro, mom and dad, I'm sorry. I have to obey God. Amen. So, obey your parents in the Lord for this is what? Right. This is what? Right. It's the right thing to do. We'll talk about that in a little while. It's the right thing to do because God says to do it. Of course, we know there are challenges between, you know, parents. My dad and I, we had a hard time, amen. <laughs> My father and I, we had a hard time. I'm just a little disappointed, amen. But I got that settled. Amen. We got it what? Settled. Praise the Lord. Amen. On his, he died uh, when, uh, when I was 50, uh, I was 16 or 17. And we, you know, he called me and we spoke for a little while, 17 and we, get that, we got that settled. He was dying and he had, he realized that he had not settled some things with me. Amen. And so he spoke to me about it. Praise the Lord. Now I'm going to share this. The reason why the devil is after families is because God said to honor. And whatever God tells you to do, the devil is going to ensure it doesn't happen. 
That is why there's so much issues in families because God has told us to honor our parents. He's told our kids to honor us. Not because we are perfect. No, no, because he says so. And there is a blessing attached to it. Let's look at the blessing. The blessing is, can you go to verse 2? Okay, honor your mother and father, which is the first commandment with promise. And let's, let's look at the promise. The promise is in verse 3. That it may be well with you. And there is another. And that you may what? Wow. There are two blessings. If you honor your mother and father, one is going to be well with you. Life is going to work out well for you. Are you with me, saints? Now, some of us may make bad decisions. That's, you know, that's understood. But we're talking about in the long run. God said it may be well with you. And the second one is, you are going to live a long life. Do you know why? One of the reasons why kids just die and we keep asking why? Do, study. They've disrespected and dishonored their parents. Ah, well. Okay. This is what the Lord said, saints. And we just keep moving along and not realizing kids are dying all over the place. And we're asking, what's happening? You know, somebody called me and said, a young life just taken. And, and you know, and, and I, I was hurt, but I said... What was the relationship with the parents? Well, they didn't have the, you know, they used some expulatives in referring to their parents. Talking to your parents using expulatives. That is dishonoring. You are opening a door for the devil to take you out. I know of kids who have raised their hands on their parents. And it's not working out well for them. Because the Bible says we must do what? Honor our mothers and fathers. Ah, God, we give you praise. How many of you want it to be well with you? Yes, yes. How many of you want to live a long life? Yes. Well, do what God's word says to do. Amen. Just do what God's word says to do. Amen. And, and we know sometimes parents are not the nicest of people. Praise God. They can be rough and tough. Amen. And I told somebody last week, let them be rough and tough on you. You just don't return the favor. Yes. Stay with God. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Webb, she, the person said to me, so I supposed to stay there and take it? I, say, I said, well, let's see whether you should not. Let's see what the Bible has to say. Do you want it to be well with you? And do you want to live a long life? <laughs> well, just stay with God. Swallow your pride. Swallow your pride. God will turn it around. God will turn Yes, he will. Yeah, he'll give you victory. They will call. Amen. They will call when they see how you react. In a godly way. They will walk away. They may scream and shout and disrespect you. But they'll walk away and say, something is different. They did not return the favor this time. And that's a door the Holy Ghost is going to use. To work on them. Two, three months they're going to call back. I'm so sorry. Amen. The devil lost and God get the victory. Amen. I know it's going on because I, I, I get the calls. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's always a blessing to stay with the Bible. Since let me share this with you. Stay with the Bible. What do we do? Opinions are okay. But if opinions differ from the word of God, we have to forget them. I told somebody last week, I have no opinion. For that matter, uh, I have no opinion. Everything 
I have is from God's word. Pastor, what do you think about that? Well, let's see what the Bible has to say about that. Well, th that's what I think. No, I want your opinion. I have none. I agree with this right here. <laughs> Trying to get me in trouble. I have none. I'm sticking with the word. That's the safest way out. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just agree with God. <laughs> yeah, any direct command from God, any direct command given by God, the devil is after it. He's after it. He, he's, oh God, he'll come after you. Mm hmm. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Mm. Let me, I see the time is flying by, so let us get to the first place in the Bible where the word honor is mentioned. Amen. It's, it, it has a different twist to it, but I want to share it with you. The first mention of the word honor is in, in, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. And let us see exactly how it's presented here. What, do, what is honor? What does it look like? What does God think? Genesis 4, verse 7, we are told, this is, this is God talking to Cain. Let me put it in perspective. God told Cain and Abel to bring an offering. A, uh, he, he told them what to bring. Uh -huh. Did he, he told them what to bring. We are not told so in scripture, but it's, in, it's inferred. Mm -hmm. How many of you would agree God wouldn't ask you to do something he hasn't told you to do? So God told them to bring, let's read. So God told them to bring a sacrificed animal, the best of the animals, the first, the firstlings. Amen. Abel did it. He took a young sheep, sacrificed it, brought it to God. A young calf. Well, guess what? Uh, Cain decided not to. Amen? He decided not to. And so he brought it. God rejected it. And notice what God said to him. If you do what's well, shall not, shall not, shall thou not be accepted. That word here is honor. He said, if you do that which is well, will you not be honored? And if you do not do what's well, guess what's going on? Sin is lying at your door. And unto you shall be what? His desire. And you shall what? Rule over him. Notice the Bible call him a sin. Notice the Bible call sin a him. So who's the Bible referring to? The devil. Are you with me saints? The Bible tells you. And you got to learn to read between the lines. You got to learn to see when the Holy Ghost switches. Because he's trying to communicate something to you. He moves back and forth. Amen. So he gives sin. <laughs> So he said, you can rule over him. You can rule over the devil. But you've got to do what is right. <laughs> you've got to do what is right. Amen. Here it means, it means to lift. The word honor here means to lift as in an elevation. Exaltation in rank or character. The basic, the Bible in basic English, it reads this way. Let me just read. I, did I send you a, a, an exhibit? I think I did this morning. I forgot to. The Bible in basic English reads this way. The same verse reads, If you do well, will you not have honor? 
And if you do wrong, sin is waiting at the door, desiring to what? Have you, but do not let it be your master. Do not let sin be your master. Do not let sin rule you. Amen? Oh, thank you. So this is the, uh, the basic... This is the version here. The Bible in basic English. If you do well, notice I highlighted the word accept. That's the same word. Amen. Honor. If you do well, will you not have honor? How many of you would agree that those, there are those who don't do well and still want honor? Uh, you, you would agree? Don't do well. Don't follow the criteria to get honor. God told you what to do. And since not only God, there are, the Bible says all authority comes from God. All structures, authority structures come from God. At, at school, at work, at church, amen. If you, are in a, if you are in an organization and there's an authority structure and you're told these are the particular yeah, well, I'm looking for a better word, you know. These are the particular areas you have to, these are the particular requirements you have to fulfill before you are elevated to another position. You are given the criteria is clear. God gave them the criteria. Bring to me a lamb sacrificed. Not just any lamb, the best. Cain went and got himself some fruits and well, picked some mangoes and some carrots and threw it in a bag, put it on his back and brought it to the Lord. And the Bible says your face, amen, your countenance has fell because you expect me to take anything. You expect me to honor any, I don't honor anything. I honor, so God, are you, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? And that is the problem we have today. We think that what we do should be honored. Even if we don't meet the criteria, the requirement. Let me share this with you. I found out having a title doesn't qualify you to be honored. I, heard, I, learned, that the, I learned that the hard way. I thought because I had a title, I deserved a favor. No. There are requirements. You either do it or not. That's what the Bible says here. Can, can, we, can, we, can we go a little further? The, the verse further gives insight into how one gets honored. How is it be, how it's bestowed on, on, on somebody? The Bible says what? If you do what? Can you, can, you, uh, can you bring back the exhibit? If you do what is right. That's what, that's what the word means here. Uh, uh, verse 7. Can you go to verse 7? We're at verse 8. Amen. So, so this is what we, we, Genesis chapter 4. Amen. Verse 7. If you do well. If you, meaning if you do what is right. Here is another twist. If you do what is right, believe in me. And doing what is acceptable and pleasing to me. Let me share this with you, brothers and sisters. Distill down with Lois, a common denominator. Honoring God is believing God. <laughs> yeah, let's just cut through the chase. And I'm going to show you. Honoring God is what? Believing God. Oh. 
we, we see here, I'll make it plain. We see, he said, if you had done the right thing, you would be smiling. Uh, <laughs> that's what it means here. It means if you do well, if thou doest well, that's what the phrase means. If you had done the right thing, you would be smiling. Now you are frowning because I did not honor your effort. You don't give me anything. I don't take anything. If you act rightly, that's what we need to do. Act right. Amen. The criteria is clear. So how do we get honored? We have to do the right thing. We have to fulfill the requirement. We must meet the criteria. You know, honor, I didn't realize, is a noun and a, and a verb. As a noun, it means uh, to esteem, uh, the esteem due or paid to worth, high estimation. Uh, the Bible says it is used this way in Matthew chapter, I think Matthew, don't turn there, Matthew 13, 57. Jesus said a prophet is without honor except, is not without honor except among his own people. Amen. And that's what happens when people are familiar with you. That, that's what the Bible says. Amen. I didn't say that. Let's go do it. Let's go. Let, let's go. Matthew 13, 57. Amen. You know, that's what takes, that's what takes us down. We take, people for, we take people for granted because we know them. You know, we've been with them for a while. I know you. I know your shortcomings. You don't even have strong comings. All you have is shortcomings. <laughs> and so the temptation is there. But let me exhort you. Resist the temptation. <laughs> Jesus said... And, and they were offended at him. But Jesus said, they were offended at Jesus. Because Jesus did not go to the universities. He's not go, he had not gone to the synagogues. He had not went to the football game with them. Amen. He was not part of the sorority and fraternity. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. But he just came up. He just blew up overnight. And the world went after him. And now they're offended at him because they're saying, who is he? And they went further and said, who is this? Isn't this the carpenter? His, his sisters, they're here with, now come on, you have to do all that. Just, just say, just say. You got, his sister, you don't have to do all that to somebody to deride them. Amen. Just say enough and move on. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus talks back. You know that. <laughs> Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor. Save in his own country. And savior means except in his own country and in his own house. Because they are familiar with him. Saints, I want you to resist the urge to dishonor the people that you know. Let me tell you why. Because you do not know when people have the encounter with God. You are not there. God did not call you. You did not sit on the committee when God decided to choose somebody. Amen. He didn't call a meeting and ask you what's your opinion. Amen. They met God and that person. They had an encounter somewhere behind the scene and God has deputized and authorized them 
Praise the Lord. And you and I, we must show honor. Amen. How many of you know everybody is anointed? Everybody, everybody sitting here today anointed. The Bible says that. God help me. I know the scripture. Ah. It says here for the anointing. Is it 1 John 2.20? God help me. I had it down. Mm, it says for the, it says, uh, is it, for, can you go to 1 John 2.20? If not, since I'm so sorry. But it says, uh, it talks about the anointing we all have. Mm, glory be to God. I, no, not, not 1 John, no? Okay. Woo. Well, anyhow, the, I, I'm saying this because I don't want you to think that it's only church leaders who are anointed. Amen. I want you to realize that. Amen. We are all anointed by God. Mm -hmm. Amen. We are all anointed by God. 1 John 2.20 or 2.27, no? 2.20? First John 2, praise the Lord. Thank God for good memory. 1 John 2.20 says, what it says, Pastor? We have what? An anointing. We have an anointing. Not a particular number of people. But thank you so much. First John 2 20. Thank God for good men. But you have what? An unction. The word unction there is an anointing from whom? And what you what? Wow. Wow. That is why we need to honor one another. Because everyone here today is anointed by God. Everyone here today carry God. You are, don't, don't count yourself out. Don't count yourself short. The devil is a liar. There is a seat at the table for us. Ah, glory be to God. Come on, saints. You should be more excited than that. There is a seat at the table. Don't Look, listen. Yeah, don't do like me. I let, I let my past take me down enough. No, I'm done. I leave the past behind and I'm pressing forward. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. This one thing I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. you have to learn to forget your past. Praise the Lord. So, so the Bible says you have an anointing. Who's right and who's wrong? The Bible is right. It doesn't matter how you feel. God is in you. I tell you, get unplugged from the world and see how sensitive you'll get from God. Get your, the, the, the five senses. That's how we are attached to the world. By the five senses. What we see here, smell, feel, and taste. You focus. You go on a fast. And take them out. And see how much you'll feel God. Let me say that again. Mm-hmm. You desensitize yourself from the five senses. Uh-huh. Be careful what you eat, what you see. Take out TV. Forget the news. Mm-hmm. Go on a fast. Nice salad. I guarantee you. We, you know, I was, we, oh, uh, I, was, I was part of a church. And um, <laughs> we went on a fast. A 60-day fast. And it was this. No, it was a fast. It wasn't a play, play fast. Veg only, water. And I kid you not, there were several persons in, in, in the church who had um, uh, diabetes and high blood pressure. And you know, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody, almost everybody, the, the doctor took everybody out of, uh, out of the pill. Everybody got out of the pill. The fast ended. 60 days, the fast ended. 20 days after, everybody got back on their pill. 
how is that possible? <laughs> I know because I heard the testimonies. I was out, doctor took me out of the pill, doctor took me out of the pill. Because they stopped eating the same way. No sugar. No milk. <laughs> I said no sugar. Someone said, whoo. <laughs> Everybody was taking off their medication. I was there. I was shocked. 20 days after, the fast was over. People started sinking their teeth in chicken and... Amen. Started back eating these frappuccinos and chop, all these chinos, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> are you hearing what I'm saying? And and it's amazing. People begin to hear God. They begin to stop asking for direction. They knew exactly what to do. I'm saying this because God is in you. We are just not detached from the world. Amen. You get detached, and you'll begin to sense God. Mm hmm. <laughs> you. Let me get, I'm trying to get to a story. Let me get, let me get to a story, amen. What does honoring God look like? Let me share this with you quickly. In, can you go to Deuteronomy chapter 32? I'm going to leave that alone and move on. But keep that in mind. We are all anointed. Amen, amen. anointed. Are you with me? Uh, if you, that same chapter, 1 John 2, 27, it talks about the anointing you receive. So you can read the chapter later. Now, let me share with you what's happening here. Let me put this verse into context. The children of Israel are on the brink of the promised land. Mm -hmm. They have no water. They came after Moses and Aaron. They said, you all brought us here to kill us. Moses and Aaron ran into the temple, fell on their face before God. And God gave them specific directions. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm trying to show you what honor is. I told you before, honor, to its honor is believing God. It's what? Believing God. And I'm, so God told Moses and Aaron, I want you to go out and this is what I want you to do. I want you to speak to the rock. Hold on now. In the past, God told them to strike the rock. But things are changing now. Because that rock represents Jesus. And you don't strike Jesus. Because from now on, everything is pointing to all the Old Testament types and shadows are pointing to the substance which is Jesus. So God is changing the system. So he said, I want you to speak. That's what we do now in the New Testament. We are speaking for the word. And God wanted to introduce that back then to them. So, so God said, I want you to, in the presence of the children of Israel, I want you to speak to the rock. Don't strike the rock. It's not by might. It's not by power. But by my spirit. I want to introduce the way of the spirit. I want to introduce the way of the better covenant. God, I give you praise. Are you with me, saints? And so, on their faces, God spoke to them. They heard it, but it had not gone in their hearts. They didn't believe it. Are you getting what I'm saying? They rushed out of the temple. And Moses stood before the children of Israel and said, He rebels. Want us to get water. And it took God just spoke to the man. In the temple. Mm -hmm. Speak to the rock. He took his rod. And began to strike the rock. Out of anger and frustration. Moses did not miss heaven. Because of anger. Let us see what God said to him. 
sorry, the promised land, thank you. Moses did not miss the promised land because of anger, no. Let's see what God said to him. Uh, can you go to Numbers chapter 20? You got it? Numbers chapter 20. Let's go to verse 8. Verse 8. Let's read from after the Lord spoke to him and the Lord said, take the rod. You got verse 8? God said, take the rod and gather you the assembly together. You and Aaron, your brother. And, and what do you do? Speak unto the rock before their eyes. And it shall give him, and it shall give forth his water. And you shall bring forth the water to them out of the rock. So shall you give the congregation and their beast to drink. Uh-huh. Because they had animals too. Everybody was thirsty. Verse 9 reads, And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. Before what? The rock. And he said unto them, Here you what? Rebels. He didn't call them sins that time. He, was, he lost it. You rebels, must we fetch you water out of the rock? And Moses lifted up his hands. And with his rod, he smote the rock. How many times? Twice. And the water came out abundantly because of God's mercy. God is merciful. God still allowed water to come out of the rock. Wow. And water came out. Not just came out, but it came out abundantly. And the congregation drank. And their beast also. Verse 12. Listen to what. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron. Because you what? What did God say to them? Because you what? Believed me not. You failed to honor me. I spoke to you. You came in my presence. You, you threw yourself forward on your face. I told you what to do. I told you to speak to the rock. Don't, don't strike the rock. Let, let me show you what happened. The man is on the floor before God. God is telling him to speak to the rock. In his, in his mind, he's saying, mm -mm, I have, before I didn't speak, I hit the rock. That's what, that's what he's saying. And he went out saying, I don't think if I speak to the rock, water will come out. I got to hit that rock. Because that's what I'm used to doing. He went forth and dishonored God. He missed the promised land. And this is what God said to him. God, God said to him, you did not believe me to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this congregation. And that's what God said. God says, God, and brothers and sisters, you only need to learn this. If you are a saint, there's a certain behavior that's expected of you. Where God has to be glorified. I, I get, God has to be honored. You, you, Moses, you, listen to, Moses spoke to God like he was speaking to a man. Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights in the presence of God. His body refused the food. You saw the behind of God. You should be able to act like God. Somewhere, somehow. To whom much is given, much is required. We need to honor God with our life. And God said, you disrespected me. I expected more of you. You behave just like them. 
And the same thing for us. I shouldn't see you downtown. Mm-hmm. Losing control. You shouldn't see me. You shouldn't see me downtown. Losing control. I mean, I shouldn't pass you with my vehicle. And when you look, you say, Pastor. <laughs> what? That should be so embarrassing. <laughs> you know, some people will say, well, he had a bad day, you know, praise the Lord. But others will say, Pastor, I expect better. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> That's exactly. Sorry, you are. That's exactly what God is saying. If you spend time with God, there should be an exchange. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? There should be an impartation, so that you behave and speak and and, and order and carry yourself differently. It should show that you have had an encounter. You didn't just waste your time. And so you see, you're supposed to bring that with you wherever you go. That change. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? And so that's how God's how God wants us to honor him. We come here on Sunday morning, spend two, three hours. Saints, that should count for something. Mm -hmm. At least we should get closer to God. And we can do it. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So again, brothers and sisters, please. To honor God, it means to believe God. It means to what? Believe God. You got to believe what God tells you. You got to believe what the Lord said to you. I mean, that's the way you honor God. You believe Him. You don't doubt Him. Because He's the creator of heaven and earth. Amen. What has God said to us in the Bible? What has God said to you and I? In, in God's word. Let's take it, let's make it practical. What has God said to you in the Bible that you have in a hard time believing? Mm -hmm. Let's think about it. What has he said to you? Mm -hmm. With respect to just living. Think about it. What has God said to you with respect to living and you just, you and I, we just cannot honor him in that area? Think about it. I'm not going to name anything. I'm just saying, think about it. As you go on living your lives, what, what is God's, what has God said about this, what I'm facing? What is it here? And what am I going to do to trust him, to honor him? This is the month of, this is the month of honor. <laughs> Are we going to attempt to honor God? Honor God this month. Honor God. Amen. Honor God this month. Honor God. Whew. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Give us the strength. Give us what we need to learn to honor you. This month, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we give you glory, we give you honor. This is what the Bible, can you turn to John 5, 23, quickly. And I'm going to bring it to a close. John chapter 5, verse 23. Glory be to God. Jesus said, can you back up to verse 22? Let's put it into, uh, into context. Verse 22. For, uh, for, for the father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the son. The father does what? God is not the one who's going to judge. Jesus is going to judge. <laughs> and uh, the, the reason why is given to us here in verse 23. Why? That all men should honor the son, even as they honor 
the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father which hath sent him. You get what I'm saying? If you, the only way you can show us that you honor God is to honor the one he sent. Same thing. The only way to show us that you honor God, we need to honor one another. Yeah, we honor the word. Yes, yes, yes. We honor the word. Amen. We honor the word. But it's the word that's telling us to honor God. I get what I'm saying. So I cannot say I honor God if I dishonor you. No. Amen. Are you seeing what I'm saying? The, the Bible says that how can you say you love God if you cannot love one another? How can you claim to love God if you cannot love the people if you cannot love the people you can see? God is saying, don't play games because you can't see me. But I live in them. So if you love them, then we can say you love me. Don't, now the same way, don't say you honor me and dishonor them. No. The way God knows or we know that you honor God is we have to start honoring one another. Same, this is not about the other person. This is about God. This is not about how I feel. This is about God wanting to be right with God. Doing the right thing. So God can honor us. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.